0: Stop, walk on by. Jump. Stop, walk on by. I just can't get over losing you. And so if I seem broken in two, walk on by. Walk on by. And good. Morning. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to All Things SR. Don't you love the fact that Julia and Gabriel are having their first fight (laughs) as a married couple? (laughs) Good morning,
1: Leslie.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's the truth (laughs) they do do that well and they can't hear you Leslie no they can't hear Patty at all or uh, Leslie at all? Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, we're gonna do, we're gonna be putting uh, Leslie on uh, off speaker or on her or off headset. Okay. So, all righty. She's gonna switch over so, so that hopefully we can hear her. Anyhow, can you hear her now? <laughs> Sounds like the Verizon commercial. She can barely hear. She can barely hear you. Oh, I see. The sound was down. Can you hear me now? Is that better? Her sound was down. That I I will find out. So, Shell's saying good morning to you. And they can, Brandy says yes, she can hardly hear you, and Shel says no, Leslie. Huh. So, yes, we're, we're figuring this out. hmm I can hear you fine. Oh, wait a minute. It might be me. It might be me that's doing this. I didn't switch over the audio on the Skype. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> my God, you think I'd been drinking or something last night? <laughs> oh well. Can you hear Leslie now better? You weren't better? drinking? No, no, it wasn't actually. <laughs> that's the scary part. <laughs>
1: no, that's that's probably a good thing. Oh, Anna's saying so she can't, can't hear me hear you
0: now. So then maybe it wasn't me drinking.
1: Oh, I'm sh- I'm switching back.
0: How about this? All right. Are you spiking your coffee, Betty asks me. And I'm like, well. They hear me? She's trying to see if you can be here now. Now we
1: are good. Okay, how's this?
0: Uh, <laughs> you don't forget. To loud mute, and clear. Yeah, don't forget to mute your laptop on the, you know, the
1: mixer page. I, I did. I, okay, I, I already did that. Cool. Um, I did that. I heard the song and then I turned it off. Can you guys hear me now? Anna's saying now I can hear Leslie. Thank you, Anna. Perfect. Well, I have my headset on and my phone's at 21, percent so no long, no overtime today.
0: Keep, keep, <laughs> keeping our fingers crossed and praying to God.
1: <laughs> anyway, now that a we're wing and a prayer. The summer. podcast is <laughs> the podcast is going on a wing and a prayer.
0: Oh, buenas
1: dias, Diana. Flying by the and, seat of her pants. And I'm um, hopeful and prayerful, Anna, that your client, that sweet girl in, who's been suffering, I'm hoping things have gotten better for her and for you and for the team. I've been thinking about you guys this week. Ellie uh, and Betty, Lori, it's good to see you, Shell. Mm-hmm. It's so good to see everybody. And, of course, Elena, hope you're on the mend so happy you guys could join us today <clears throat> mm-hmm. talking about chapter the beginning of chapter three anyway this is one we click we s- separated out we split into two because it's a fairly long chapter yes, as you is. know yes it is you know I, it's funny as i was reading it you know that first line sr just comes out uh having uh gabriel pretty much swinging And I had this theme song to Rocky in my head. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Which, by the way, the Rocky play is playing in in Philadelphia. The street show. And it's been extended to November 6th. But it can't go any farther. Yes, can't go any farther than that.
1: Ooh. That would be good uh, to see.
0: So my dear friend Phil, who is in the hospital right now, um, he doesn't understand why people go up to the Rocky statue to have their picture taken. <laughs> he just shakes his head every time we drive by it, so. <laughs> anyway, so Anna's saying that uh, her patient is still in the ER and there's no change and no place will accept her.
1: I know. I'm so sorry I it's, It reminds me, I, I think I mentioned on the podcast, a former colleague of mine's son had been in a similar situation. Um, and I'm forgetting where they found a place. I actually should look into that, Anna. I don't know his situation versus your clients. But it was a, it was a similar, like, all over the country. He, no one was taking him. He kept getting kicked out because he was, obviously, he's an older, I knew him when he was like three and four, um, but he's an older child now and, um, nobody was willing to accept him. It, it's heartbreaking for, for these kids who have these specific types of, uh, conditions. Um, we have to do better in this country yeah, for, our, we're, we're for our people. On, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at, um, I'm, I'm looking at uh, Betty's looking at Betty mm-hmm. and, uh, yes Betty I'm seeing you now picture Paul running around with cows behind him and the Rocky theme song playing in the background and she's I, hoping to feel, think, feel I better think, and, and, think, and sorry about hearing that Anna.
0: I would think uh, that would be Warhide playing in the
1: background with Paul cows. <laughs> <house. laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, and Lori, I'm just sending you special hugs. She said her life has been pure calamity, but I've listened to all the podcasts. I hope at least the podcasts have given you a little bit of levity uh, in the midst of the calamity. I'm sorry to hear that, Lori. Sending you big hugs. It's been a, it's been a wild ride for many of us oh, yeah. on the past couple of weeks and months. And, years. And, it, and
0: it's not, you know, and the worst part of it is, is that it's uh, not even um, the, whatchamacallit, uh, the metrograde, <laughs> Mercury in retrograde. Mercury's
1: in retrograde. And it's not it's even not. that. I know. You know? I mean, <laughs> and That's you, my go-to excuse.
0: It is mine too, but I, the Kahn family has got me going crazy because Marlene was in the hospital last week and she got home last Saturday only to have her uncle put in the hospital on Tuesday. She had to call the ambulance because there's no way he could have walked into an emergency room and she wouldn't have been able to help him into the emergency room because she's still not 100%. I mean, it was crazy. It's been crazy. So, in any
1: As Betty case, said, he's ready for 2023. <laughs> yeah, I am too, to be really yeah. honest with you especially this year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, anyway, so. <laughs> Michelle, rolling, rolling, rolling. shell's cracking rolling. me up. Mm-hmm. up.
0: And I it's good, good to see you,
1: Brenda. Brenda coming in hot mm-hmm. from the New Orleans, Big Easy. Brenda, did you get to go? Um, I know Fashion Flicks uh, had its premiere for... Horn, Brenda, did picture. you get to go? You saw the pictures. I did. I've I've not seen anything. I've not been on social media much. Mm-hmm. I hope it was fun. I, I hope I'm, everybody had a good time. The movie comes out this week, um, which will be really really great to see. And I'm trying, um oh good Brenda.
0: I'm trying to get my doctor my my uh, personal doctor. Uh, to join Passionflix so she can get them together with Elizabeth because I think I think they would get along well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that would be fun. I think it would be fun too, but yeah. Okay. Um, Brenda's saying she did go and the movie was fabulous. Great. I think that would have been a fun one to see. I I was not able to go. Um, I had a work commitment. I was actually presenting. Um, I was on a panel for the. Community Health Centers Association of New York State. And um, so I was not able to even try to see if I could swing going to that premiere. But I'll tell you um, if you've never been, and Pam knows this area well, in upstate New York, I was at Saratoga Springs, and that's the home of the racetrack where they hold Belmont Stakes. Mm-hmm. Um, I also drove through the Hudson River Valley and the Catskill region. Um, it is absolutely beautiful. And during this time of year, so stunning, highly recommend if you have a chance to visit that part of the country, it is lovely.
0: It is it's a gorgeous area. And, uh, actually Belmont Stakes is held at Belmont Racetrack in, in Elmont, New York. Oh,
1: It is is wrong,
0: right? Yeah, which
1: is Long Island. Long Island. I knew it was closer. That's, you know why? I I juxtaposed that because that's the racetrack my mom, um, my mom's uncle used to um, go to because they lived in Long Island. I knew I confused that. Thank you for clarifying that. No worries. Um, But the the bottom line line, is Rhinebeck. And I stopped at Rhinebeck unknowingly because I was looking for... Thai food near me, and I pulled up this restaurant, so I went there. And little did I know that this Rhinebeck is this magical little town that is getting accolades everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I just kind of stumbled upon it. Of course, it was late, so I didn't get to explore, but it was really, really neat. Yeah. Um, you, you
0: get and you get up into the mid-Hudson County, you get into Rhinebeck, and and uh, um,
1: what's that oh, town?
0: It's another one that's really nice. Uh, Mill
1: Mil-, Mil Milton?
0: Millbrook, I think it is.
1: Millbrook. That's where mm-hmm.
0: like Liam Neeson lives there. There's a lot of uh, Mary Tyler Moore used to live there. Oh. Um,
1: well heck. I could have gone in any- search of Liam Neeson. You could that would have been fun. Anyway. <laughs> um, and anyway, the whole area is beautiful. Just, I'm seeing Shell was a Long Islander mm-hmm. and she misses it. Oh Shell, I didn't realize that. Um, very, very, uh, beautiful part of the country. Um, Brenda continuing on the, just to wrap up the, uh, torn movie premiere. She said the movie was great. Lots of fabulous growth development, character development. They knocked it out of the park. The movie is two and a half hours long and it's their best production to date. Oh, Brenda, yeah, I love cool. hearing that ringing endorsement. And she said the cinematography was amazing, well, how could it which not is be wonderful. Ah, uh, that's great. Well, and I know they did a lot. They really did a lot of work um, with the special effects. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. And uh, just as the update Anna has provided for us, the state's complex case, um, the secretary has arranged Zooms directly with facilities and still no help. Exhausting and frustrating, had such high hopes after her move. Now we're postulating that home triggers an unsafe concept for her, but we're trying any concepts. Nothing's getting her a place to go through those. So oh, that's hard. I'm we're so sorry. so sorry to hear that, but and so I'm amazed that you can keep moving and keep on it. Um, so just prayers for you and for her and the whole family mm-hmm. and also, um, giving hugs to Ashley, who is in the midst of a move. Um, hope your move goes well. Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't do um, Nothing worse in life than having to move. I've done it many times.
1: Oh, so, yes. You know,
0: sometimes growing up, because I, I moved around a lot when I was younger, people were you? Was your father in, a, in the military? I'm like, no. <laughs> he was just transferred a lot.
1: He <laughs> had a lot, yeah. Well, if you, you don't have to be in the military. If you're in a company that has lots of offices, they ship you around there, too. They,
0: they certainly so, did. Wisconsin, Massachusetts, and Virginia.
1: <clears throat> mm-hmm. And Betty's asking, Ashley, where are you moving to? Are you moving towns, Ashley? Are you moving just uh, locations in town? Um. So we'll stay tuned to see what Ashley says. And I see Flora also joined us. So hello, Flora. Good Good to see you. So speaking of people on the move and doing lots of good things, let's hear uh, the news from SR's world.
0: Well, we know that Gabriel's Redemption is going to begin filming shortly on location. And I know that Tosca and Julio and, and probably Melanie, are in um, England right now. Uh, Tosca posted some pictures. And, of course, Gabriel, Julio and Melanie are goofing around. I've already started goofing around with each other on Instagram, so that's fun. So we'll can't wait to see what they go through and see if Spoiler Man lives up to his pro- Spoiler Man reputation. <laughs> I'm
1: so excited by that. But <laughs> Just uh, to see them start to film is exciting. Yeah, yeah.
0: And SR is saying that he thinks the readers are going to enjoy this latest installment. Uh, he's looking forward to sharing it with everybody because he always says all these good things that come into his mailbox, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also going to be joining a chat with the Central American SR group on Facebook on Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Eastern.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: the chat, he says, will be in English, Spanish, and probably Spanglish. <laughs>
1: I love it. And I love it.
0: He also says, to stay tuned because he's planning another giveaway to coincide with the filming of Gabriel's Redemption. And he is writing. He was very short in his email to us this week. He says, I'm writing. I've got a full day ahead of me. I'm getting this book done. So, it's I was a, so
1: encouraged to hear that. Can you guys hear me still?
0: I, I, I hope we can all hear Leslie. She just did changing something around yes so
1: um that's all good. to be a fly in the wall when the boss is opening his mailbox isn't that the truth i would uh sometimes i'm i'm like so i said
0: where are you taking us through this time and uh, i got paris and and also and then dot 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 he ends the sentence so he's taking us a lot of different places it seems
1: I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I'm so excited. I, that, just seeing that response, and of course, um, my questions came yesterday morning and he responded very promptly um i've I, I've learned that if I can get an email to him by like eight or eight, fifteen, eight thirty, usually he's that's when um he, he's expecting me to. <laughs> If, if he doesn't get it early in the week, he knows yes. to look. Mm-hmm. He does. He'll I'm uh, managing, Saturday. I'm managing the boss. That's how I'm managing the boss, uh-huh. by my bad behavior. Um, but no, in all honesty, I'm, I just, he, just the tone of the email was so positive and he, you could tell he's just excited and he's in his groove, you know, the writing groove. Mm-hmm. And I think well, that's a good thing. it's a great thing. It's a great thing, you know. I'm really happy for him, and I'm happy to see Ashley staying local. She's moving in a new apartment just up the block from her old place. So I hope you have a wonderful move, and I hope it's wonderful um, a great space uh, as you continue on uh, your rest of your year.
0: Mm -hmm. Betty says that sounds like romancing the boss.
1: managing the boss <laughs> no I think she meant managing the boss well she did that uh, too but. yes yes it is funny um, <laughs> yes she wrote the wrong fanfic title you could actually do two fanfics that way that's exactly um, right mm-hmm. uh, Ashley uh, shells said bread so that your house may never no hunger salt that life always has flavor and wine that joy and prosperity may reign forever. That is lovely, that Shell. Is I've lovely. never heard that. No, I've you never haven't heard that.
0: It's a wonderful life.
1: I have, but I don't remember that line.
0: When the martinis move into their new house,
1: that's um, that's from that part. Yep. I did not remember that line. I yep. love it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Christmas, we are now in full swing on the countdown to Christmas from the Hallmark Channel. And a great I've American seen the family. ads. I've not been watching it, but I've seen the ads. Um, thank you, Betty. The line is mentioned in the film. That is one I hadn't picked up. on. I'll have to listen for it this year. That's great. Mm-hmm. So, are we getting? Were we ready are we going to to fight, for the fight, main event, fight, fight, everybody? Fight. <laughs> <laughs> and in this corner, ding, 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 ding. I know. I could hear the. <laughs> I can hear the bell uh, at the beginning. So Gabriel strides into the study with Julia's printout and he just comes out swinging. I mean, t- truly, when that's such a strong statement when he mm-hmm. walks out and he's like, you can't present this. And Julia asks, why not? And um, he tosses the papers on the desk, as well as his glasses, and says, you're all wrong. St. Francis comes for the soul of Guido de Montefalto after he dies. We discussed this. You agreed. So, I mean, first of all, Gabriel needs to take a breath before he talks to his wife. Let's just put it that way. He needs to... Kind of, uh, this is going to be a great scene, by the way, because, you know, Julio's going to bring it. Oh, yeah. Um, But I think there's a delicate balance, balance too. Well, yes, but I think I'm I'm just saying as the, you know, the start as the establishing scene Mm -hmm. with that. Um, I think he'll walk the line, though, from being over the top. To just being focused on the paper, um, without being completely—I think—I think he'll do it deftly. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, um, I just
0: there, this whole scene reminds me of a few occasions, a few fights I've had. Cringe. At
1: <laughs> Bringing back memories. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, as Shell said, "Them's fighting words," Gabriel and uh betty said cough cough gabriel wants to sleep on the couch um and then betty also said um it christmas means paul's birthday's coming too mm-hmm. uh and lori wishes she was excited about christmas i i can understand that and betty's saying will paul walk around the ring with the round number <laughs> There's another fanfic for you, uh, Betty. Yes, and Walter's getting into the act now, too, because he saw a shadow. He's he's getting worked up. (laughs) Yes, he Um, is. Gabriel needs to tone it down a thousand percent. Whoa there, buddy, says Floor. (laughs) And Shel says, uh, yes, they did discuss it. However, sketchy Guido is sketchy. (laughs) (laughs) So Julia crosses her arms and says she changed her mind. You know, she's been researching, she's been thinking about this and she changed her mind on her interpretation. Obviously Walter feels strongly about this too. Um, Betty he says, when Gabriel walks in and claiming he knows better, it just makes me think of the song trouble by Taylor Swift, <laughs> who also just dropped her album, uh, her new music, I guess yesterday. Um, so Julia crosses her arms and says she changed her mind, and Gabriel says it's really the only interpretation that makes sense. But she's sticking to her guns and swallows hard and shakes her head. Um, and you know, let's let's think about this. She's been in this position before, where Gabriel's kind of completely countered her and gone. Go um, on. No. He, well not gone rogue But he's really dug in and defended his position So she's digging in and defending hers As, as Shell says He has just had his entire academic manhood challenged <laughs> Yes mm-hmm. he's pretty, He made this this assertion in the book That he wrote It wasn't the main focus But you know It's been out there that he interprets it this way And Gabriel's pacing at this point in front of the desk. And he said, look, we spoke about this in Belize. He sent her an illustration. And I even sent you the illustration when we were separated. He then tells her that he's going to stand, that she's going to stand in front of a room full of people and then say it never happened. Uh, And, you know, she said, if if you only have read my footnotes, you'd understand. Um, And he said, She's read them and she told him none of the sources went as far as she did. He said so, you know, she's saying, look, I cited all these things. I'm defending my position academically. Mm-hmm. I have all this proof in the footnotes. And he's like, nobody went as far as you did. You're Miller. You're just speculating about this. And she pushed herself away from the desk and said, merely this is when it julia like goes ballistic. ballistic like she's done she's she's really upset about this and she said i found several re- reputable sources and professor marinelli is supportive of the paper she's pleased with my work and then gabriel <laughs> this is this is the i think this comment was the one that was really kind of he was so dismissive about saying oh marinelli's too easy on you i think that I think if he wouldn't have said that, it wouldn't have been quite as, um, you know, he's just digging himself deeper. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, as Betty says, this feels like Ross's, we were on we're a break. break. <laughs> Finish him, Julia. hmm <laughs> Betty. Um, so that little side comment about, oh, Marinelli's being too easy on you, really got under her skin, this character. Mm-hmm. Too easy, she asked. Um, Did Catherine Pickton invite me to the conference merely out of charity? And, you know, this is when Gabriel's like, crap, I shouldn't have said that Mm -hmm. because he softened a bit. He changed his tone. Of course, she didn't do that. You know, Catherine thinks very highly of you. Um, but I don't want you to get up in front of senior professors and offer a naive interpretation. There we go.
0: He was right. starting
1: to regain his, his ground as his, his uh, position um, with her. And then the naive interpretation comment kind of uh, drug him back down. He suggested if, she, you know, read his book. And of course, <laughs> she's <laughs> like she shot back. I read your book, Professor Emerson, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and your book only mentioned this text in passing. And she was analyzing this particular section. This was not just a passing phrase in her book. Plus, he, na- you naively adopt standard interpretation, is what she told him, mm-hmm. without reflecting on whether you should or not. So this is where, Julia, That's the- those were some direct blows she did a good left hook on that one she did. and um,
0: as she saying you know uh all academics have their own interpretation that are meant to be discussed and dissected
1: exactly <laughs> and, and she said stop digging gabe you're sinking mm-hmm. fast mm-hmm. betty's saying me no more body painting for you <laughs> and she said i don't think i would call him professor Maybe wannabe professor. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Betty's throwing it down now. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> Gabriel is in the Titanic. <laughs>
0: yeah, I he is. Fast. He's
1: kind of sinking um, quickly. So, you know, Gabriel is very clear. You know, he narrowed his eyes because, boy, she did land that left hook about naively adopting standard interpretation without reflecting on it. And he narrowed his eyes and was like, I accept the interpretation that makes sense. I would never naively adopt anything. You can see it. Oh, it's going to be great between uh, Julio and Melanie. They're going to be so good portraying the scene. Um, and she asked if you he wanted her to have her own ideas or does she have to repeat what everyone else says just because she's a lowly grad student? She was saying this as she was huffing in frustration. And Gabriel shot back that he, too, had been a lowly grad student and that he was not anymore and she could learn from his experience. Oh, the testosterone was flowing. Oh, yeah. Let me say. Uh, (laughs) Guido is the iceberg, Shell said. (laughs) That was great. There you go. You tell him, Julia, Betty said. So, you
0: know, now she's throwing up her hand. She's all upset about this, getting frustrated and here we go, she said. And uh Gable's now falling and I had these arguments. These were awful. <laughs> they really were. <laughs> <laughs> Slamming doors, whatever.
1: And um, I agree with Anna. Anna said these two need to learn how to postulate academically. This isn't going to be the first disagreement, considering they're in the same discipline. I agree, and I feel like you know they did have this discussion before, right? So they have gone round and round before on certain topics. Um, I think it's interesting, maybe she so because she challenged his his already um, established vision. Yeah, that maybe this is going so hard. Plus. You know, they're they're newlyweds they're under pressure a little bit of a pressure cooker they have family coming in hours
0: mm-hmm. so so, <laughs> and, and, so she you know and and what did she mean here we go Julia said you know you don't you don't want me to have my own ideas
1: <laughs> that's right yeah. what's that smell shell said mm-hmm. Gabriel going down in flames <laughs> And Betty's saying, "Time to start throwing Gabriel's bow ties to the garbage. Otherwise, I would end up strangling him with them."
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, oh she, Shell, she, that was priceless. She's, like, she's
0: probably huffing and puffing along, and she said, and she's not even turning out. She said she suggested that he was upset because she may disagree with him in public. And you know, I thought maybe a little bit of that's playing into this as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he's like, "Bullshit." They both said that to each other and asked, "Why are you asking me to fall in line with your book?" Uh, Gabriel was saying, "That's not what I'm trying to do." He's also teaching, I just don't want to make me, want you to make a fool. And he stopped. Of yourself. Of himself, mm-hmm. herself, or himself. Or him. And uh, which I think uh, that caught Julie's attention. She asked, "What was that?"
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and the, the the best response ever I've given it I'm sure many spouses have given it nothing
1: <laughs> <laughs> nothing well and a, as as Lori noted Anna she agrees with Anna it would be a difficult dynamic in a marriage mm-hmm. um, to navigate and man Gabriel is he just has, digging himself just deep digging deeper, deeper and deeper. deeper. Mm-hmm. And and so, so now she's like uh Well and not, and think if, about it too. I mean part of part of his I'm sorry, Pam, I'm interrupting, but I'm right. just thinking part of his attraction to her was her, her mind, right? That's right? It was and he's proud of her. So having her next to him shows that he, you know, it's 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 a reflection on him. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. there is a part, there is an element of that to him. And this is like, if you do this, this is going to make me look bad. I feel like there is a little bit of something in that, in his, in, um, his,
0: demeanor. in his
1: demeanor right now. Again, digging him deeper.
0: Deeper and deeper. So, she, so then, you know, he's getting, he's even doing it worse now. He says, well, you know, if you start now,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, we can always, you know, we can always, you uh, get it done we do it right and she, he's like i will help you imagine the 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 frustration on her face at this point because everything's been put out there i mean she you know it's already an abstract has been given to Catherine, right on the website
1: right this her her premise her her work what she's talking about is already out there gay <laughs> And, you know, I'm almost thinking as soon as he started going off on this, I'm thinking she's like, I got to call Catherine. Mm-hmm, and tell mm-hmm. her to, about this. This is what Catherine warned me about. That's right. <laughs>
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. And Gabriel's like, well, we can call Catherine. I'm sure she can do something. You, oh, he's, yeah. he's, he's, re, he's real. I mean, he's in the box. He's filling she in
1: that hole by himself. He's digging so deep. As Betty said, part of me was angry and upset and the other part of me felt uncomfortable. She said, I have a feeling while Gabriel and Julia are arguing, Snarky's stealing the scotch. That's true. uh, That's not happening, Gabriel. You lost your mind. (laughs) <laughs> and Gabriel Laurie says would have to be with someone with equal intelligence. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. I think that was something that attracted him to her. And Anna saying his position has been accepted and he has been the golden boy. He has to feel she is thinking he is wrong. Oh, that's a good. Mm-hmm. That's a good takeaway too. So she's really you know but diminishing part, yeah. his the sad part of it, though, is he's
0: not, he's, he's not even uh, verbalizing that part of it.
1: No, but not guess. at all.
0: So, you know, so now she's at She's not changing this paper, come hell or high water. Right. She just thought that Gabriel was being stubborn, and this was not the time. And Julia said to him, yes, it is, and it's my paper. Yep. And
1: that was one of her themes the entire time, that she wanted to stand on her own academically, mm-hmm. that she did not want to always be seen as being in his shadow. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, this is on me. I'm doing this. That's and, it.
0: And he's, a, he's and he's getting more frustrated, too. Now, you know, he asked, just listen to me. And she cut him off saying she was worried about... Her making and fool fool out of herself and embarrassing you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He said when he said that was not what he said.
1: So, mm hmm. She but, gave yeah. Yeah, so she. I,
0: gave, she's like you know looking at him with wound, wounded. He's like. Wounded.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'll wound him, and
1: uh, yeah. And, well, as Shell said, just, he uh, may as well as called just called her stupid mm-hmm. at that point. And then Floor noted that Gabriel needs to trust Julia more academically. Their views will never always be the same. Mm -hmm. And Betty noted Gabriel wanted Julia to act like a groupie. Well, wake up and smell the coffee. Julia's her own person and has her own ideas. Deal with it.
0: Exactly.
1: (laughs) I I hear Whitney Houston, I'm Every Woman, like going in the background Mm -hmm. uh, with that. Mm-hmm. So
0: you know, so you know, she starts stalking out to the bedroom. She's going to slam the door, which was my always my go-to. And it was really bad. And there weren't that many. But was, no. You laugh at, I laugh at. Anyway, the
1: moments of marital bliss is oh, what yeah. we call them. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, uh, so she's stomping off to the bed, the bedroom, and and he's trying to shut the door, and he, he stops her, stops the door, and. Uh, he says, what, she's like, what are you doing? He says, I'm trying to get away from you. Julia said, no, he wasn't his student anymore. And she was allowed to have her own, uh, you know, ideas. And uh, so uh, Gabriel was, you know, it's like all she is, is, and she's continuing on to the bathroom. And now he's frustrated and yelling, Julian, stop. I've got mm-hmm. that one too. And uh, Julian did not want to be shouted at by him. Nobody right. To be shouted at by Anna, this would be a good couple's case for you, I think.
1: Well, Anna they, Anna's saying, be, I'll, I'll read what Anna just said. She said, again, communication with these two is lacking. Had Julian discussed her position and thinking all along, this would not be a surprise. And they could have agreed to disagree. Um, his is a knee-jerk reaction as well. Mm -hmm. Um, enter Catherine Picton and referee stripes. And, and it's funny when I, one of the questions I wrote to SR was, um, was about that. I, I was saying, why didn't Julia talk to him kind of, you know, instead of just handing the paper, Mm -hmm. giving him the heads up that I'm, you know, this is just, I'm taking this position. Please, I know it's different from yours. Please read everything and see what my arguments, if the arguments make sense. Like, mm-hmm. giving him some kind of warning, I think, would have helped. I don't know if it would have completely taken. Um, I think there
0: still would have been a big disagreement, taken, but it would have right, been. Right,
1: but it, it might not have been as, as Gabriel as was blindsided. Yes. Gabriel was blindsided in this mm-hmm. because he thought her, they had already discussed it and the position, their positions were aligned. So seeing it being switched, I think, blindsided him, to be fair to Gabriel. I mean, he's acting like a complete jerk, but Mm -hmm. he was blindsided. He was. I Um, I, I will give him that.
0: So, you know, so Julianne, you know, know, (laughs) she doesn't want to be shadowed by him. She gets into the bathroom. She shuts the door and she locks it. And uh, because she was afraid she was going to say something that she would regret. And Mm -hmm. there were, you know, and also pointing out that he needed to pull down as well also if you don't leave me alone I'm gonna to go to my dad's was the comment.
1: yeah I mean that that was another that was Julia doing another another uh, right hook there um, Betty noted how do we know for sure the argument wouldn't have started the moment Julia shared her idea for the presentation
0: oh, we don't and I
1: think have. you know as we meant we, we think it would have but I think it may have may have at least dissipated some of the the shock, I think, is what really got Gabriel going. Um, Anna said, I'd love to have these two on my couch. Mm-hmm. We would love for you to have them on your couch. Mm-hmm. I think that they could benefit from your work. Betty said, perhaps this was the best the best way for Julia to um, really prolong the inevitable. To be honest, I don't think they would sit on the same couch. <laughs> Not at the moment, no. <laughs> um, and uh, Betty says, see... I- me? I should, uh, me? I I should have Paul. married Paul, is what she, Julia's thinking. <laughs> well, I'm attributing that.
0: So no, he...
1: she's with her beloved. Mm-hmm. Um, they just need to work this out.
0: So this is the question that uh, was asked of SR. Why was that, or that he answered of the questions that were sent. Why was Gabriel mm-hmm. so direct in his opinion that Julia couldn't present the paper and that she was wrong? Why didn't he soften his approach? So as I responded, the conflict between Gabriel and Julia on this point is that Gabriel is on record through his publications as taking a different interpretation on the case of Guido de Montefeltro. Clearly, he thinks his interpretation is the correct one, which is why he published it. Now Julianne is taking a different approach, which is an implicit criticism of his. And she's doing so at a professional conference in public. It's a touchy situation, and he wanted her to be successful, and he thinks she's wrong. <laughs> hmm.
1: Uh. And I think that's kind of good insight there too. Mm-hmm. It is because it's it's it is showing. It's not that Gabriel doesn't want her to do well. He just thinks she's wrong. And by putting this out there, she's not going to do well. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, Anna said, in any situation, bring blindsided raises insecurities. And these two both are insecure. And she noted that Julianne threatening to go to her dad's is juvenile. Yeah, I totally agreed with that. I was like, oh, my gosh. She, real, she threw that in there, she, that extra dig. And um, Flora said definitely she should have told him prior. But she's also trying to show her academic independence, making a decision on her own. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Shell said he's wrong to assume that she would fall in line always with Dante and Beatrice, um, which I think also makes mm-hmm. great sense. Anna saying, they might not be on the same couch, but they would be in the same room and listen and communicate and talk, um, turn towards, if it took all the ingredients day and night. Betty says, karma, hold my beer. I'll bring him another surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, Betty. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, things are pretty intense at this point. They're... They kind of had obviously their first blow up and, um, you know, Julianne is like, you know, if you're not going to leave me alone and respect that I need time to just mm-hmm. cool off, I will go to my dad's and, um, you know, Brenda, your points well made here. He's crowding her and she needs space to think. And she knows that she's weak sentimental sentimentally when it comes to him And that he's taking it personally. And Anna's saying Gabriel has been more supportive of Julianne than her dad ever was. Which is very true. And I think think that's the other kind of underlying element there. You know, her dad's house was a place that she never wanted to be in again after the attack. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, you know, her dad hadn't always protected her. and, And Gabriel wants nothing to do but protect her. And I think in his own mind, he's feeling like he is protecting her now by cautioning her not to put this paper out there. Um, so, and Shell saying, Tom's neither a dad or a father. So, you know, Julia's saying, "I'm you know, if, if you don't leave me alone, I'm going to my dad's. And he's like, well, how would you get there? And she rolled her eyes and said, I would just call a cab, um, you know. So Gabriel also is being a little juvenile here by saying, well, are you going, how are you going to get there, you know? Um, and then he's like, there are no cabs here. You'd have to call down to Sunbury. And Julia knew this and told him, yeah, I live here. Remember, you must really think I'm an idiot if I don't know that. So, you know, that little bit about the, there are no cabs here. That's like throwing, that was the gasoline being thrown all over Mm -hmm. the situation. And the match was lit and just, he just burned. (laughs) He was just burning that situation okay, so he,
0: down. He's now he's now hammering the coffin from the inside. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so then she walked straight into the bathroom and slammed the door behind her. Um, yeah, and I think at that point he's like, "Oh crap, I really did it. Probably shouldn't have mentioned the, you know, probably shouldn't pushed her on going to her dad's. Probably mm-hmm. should have given her a little space." Um, and uh, Shell said at least. Uh, Julia knows Tom will leave her alone in more ways than one. Mm -hmm. And Betty said, I'm surprised they never discussed safe words and when to use them when they needed a break. Perhaps they should call Christian Gray. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And and Anna said she's like a five-year-old with the daddy's girl complex. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, that's an interesting observation, Anna. Yep. I, I see that. And then Betty's saying, seriously, Gabriel? Julia has a phone, Uber, car services, and she can walk too. She isn't crippled. That's true.
0: But I think think when the the story was originally written, Uber was not not quite available for you yet.
1: Right. Right. But she can figure it out. She's a smart woman. Mm -hmm. Um, So with the door having been slammed pretty much in his face. Gabriel paused before knocking and asked, what should I tell Rachel and Aaron and, and my dad? And she told him to tell him I'm an idiot, obviously. Um, you know, the, the fight had just escalated so much at, at that mm. point. Really hot and heavy. Um, and at this point, she's just beyond. And she didn't respond when he asked her to please, please listen to me. She turned the water on the tub. She's done. I mean, Julia was just done. She's like, I'm, she's disengaged. She shut down. Yep. So he yelled, Fine. I can't believe it's our first fight and you lock yourself in the bathroom. She turned the water off and yelled back, My first lecture and you think it's shit. Not because it is, but because I didn't agree to you, to with you and your own goddamn book you can hear this scene's going to be epic i'm telling you these guys are going to i can i really can see melanie just going for the going for the I'm gold on done. this one mhm mm-hmm. and i mean that was like the fever pitch like i said that little bit about the cab and going to uh, not having a cab that just incited that just took it to the highest level and, um, Shell said, I can picture Gabriel stomping his foot. You're wrong because I said so. And Betty said, well, it's not like Julia can go to her mother or her sister and Paul is not there. So
0: I'm surprised saying, I'm surprised Gabriel didn't pound the door, not, not pound the door, you know, like a slap it.
1: Yeah. Well, I think in that he, he did have some semblance of restraint, I think like, I'm trying to think of how Gabriel in the past may have handled it. Um, I think he would have been a little more physical. Mm -hmm. Um, but obviously this was not handled well at all. And he, he was pushing, he kept pushing and pushing. Um, and I think he realized he finally got to his head where he had to kind of back, back off. It kind of clicked in his head Uh after she screamed at him again. Um, And then after a lengthy hot bath, she left the bathroom and the bedroom was empty. So she walked over the staircase and listening and the house itself was empty. And I think she probably had a sigh of relief there. And she sat down behind her desk and turned on some soft jazz as background and continued working on her paper. So Mel. Shell saying Melanie um, was as Julia will be ripping him a new one. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. absolutely. And
1: and she will bring it because Melanie is so she's great in those scenes. I, I really think that's she has that inner strength that just projects and um, really carries well on the screen. And Betty saying me if I were Julia and that. Um, I told you I accidentally that shirt I I told you actually burned with the iron. It wasn't an accident. <laughs> and he would never discuss this with past lovers. One night stands wouldn't get to discuss anything past your place or mine. True, mm-hmm. very true, so very there's different, a, there's a right?
0: Lot of, uh, a lot, a lot of emotional difference in, in what he's doing. Oh yeah, and
1: family. he has evolved. I mean, he yes. has definitely. And part of this is his, his caring and his love for her. It's just misguided. <laughs> okay. uh, you know, I think, uh, yeah. Um, he, he needs to support her and let her do her thing. Um, Floor is saying they are going to kill this scene, Mal and Julia. They're going to bring it because they bring it every time. And I agree. It's going to be epic. Um, so Julia's working on her paper. And we cut to when the family's arriving and Rachel's like, where's Julia? She comes barreling in and hugs her brother with Aaron behind her. And she's coming in in the living room. And uh, SR, I love, has the little descriptor, you know, she came looking at like she came out of a Gap ad um, all put together. And uh, Gabriel's expression tightened when he said she's upstairs working on her paper. And Rachel wanted to know if he told her that they had arrived. She's going up to the stairs yelling, Jules, get your ass down here." And of course you can see I um
0: rolling his eyes.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can actually see Julia um portray- who portrays Rachel will just this will be I I heard when I was rereading this for the prep mm-hmm. I heard her voice in my head. Um I I can I can visualize how oh, she's yeah, going to do it. It'll be great.
0: Julia Mitchell Barrett or Barrett Mitchell. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. And then, Rachel, please, you know, Richard said to her before hugging his son. Uh, and, you know, Richard was an inch or two shorter than Gabriel. And uh, again, there was this description of kindness, intelligence, quiet, and serious. That was all things Richard an endangered species (laughs) and uh, when Julia didn't respond to Rachel Rachel immediately turned to her brother and said why is she hiding (laughs) (laughs) and uh, you know Gabriel shook Aaron's hand saying that she isn't and probably just didn't hear her so right there
0: they're they're sensing something's up
1: Rachel has a spidey sense. Yeah, she does. She, she can read Gabriel like a book. Mm-hmm. And, and Anna's saying, you know, Julia wanted a dad forever. Tom's crap, but he's now a king in her eyes, all past forgotten. And she's quick to argue with Gabriel and pick, about his, pick on his every word. It comes back to her need to accomplish the PhD. She wouldn't have been this vehement discussing this with Catherine or Marinelli had they disagreed with her.
0: Agree.
1: I agree. Agree. And. and Shell's like, yeah, Gabe, where's Julia? Betty said, I can picture Julia now as Rachel, the real Julia, she likes to call herself. Mm-hmm. And Anna said, now Rachel will jump her brother too. not helping. Yep. Dear Richard knows that. And Rachel, my spidey senses are tingling. Exactly, Betty. That they are. So and and. Richard, being the father who knows his daughter well, was kind of like, "Okay, bring it down a notch Mm -hmm. (laughs) because he could already. Richard's so um, he is such a he's so wise and and sensitive and perceptive is the word I was looking for. So he already can feel it. Something's going on and he wants to help uh, calm uh, Rachel from barreling through. So Gabriel told her. The rooms are ready, and there are fresh towels in the bathroom. He also offered Richard his old room if he wanted it. Richard was like, I'm fine with the guest room, but thank you. And then Rachel, you know, just comes right out and says, are you fighting? And in his non-response, Gabriel said that she could say hello when she goes upstairs. And mm-hmm. um, then they'll meet for drinks on the back porch And he's preparing ribs for dinner So, you know, Gabriel's in host mode mm-hmm. In denial mode mm-hmm. In pretending mode yep. everything's And fine. Uh, everything's fine No problems Just go up and check on You know, you can go check on Jules And we're having dinner And we're having drinks And Aaron thought that was fantastic He was going to stop and pick up some Corona But Rachel wanted to come straight to the house Mm -hmm. so he'd be back in a few. Gabriel watched Aaron and his sisters exchange and excused himself by telling them he would see them on a porch in a few minutes. So Rachel stopped Aaron when he went to get the keys, and he said, look. (laughs) They're fighting. I think they're fighting. You need to talk to Gabriel, and I'll go, and then go for the beer. And Aaron wondered what they could be fighting about. Rachel said, I don't know. Maybe she rearranged his collection of bow ties without asking. <laughs> <laughs> if only it was something that trivial. I know. Um, but, you know, the spidey sense was tingling, as noted. Um, and <laughs> Shell says, Gabriel Owen Emerson, were you an asta, to Julia? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I just... I, oh, love show. I love it, Shell. I love it. I'm surprised you didn't come out and ask him that. Um, Betty said, Richard is like God. He knows everything even before he walks into the room. Yes, he's mm-hmm. omniscient. Mm-hmm. Anna says, I'll take Richard as a partner in my office with these two. Yes. Absolutely, yes. Yay, and Betty like said, Gabriel, pay no attention to the house in flames. <laughs> not denial. Gabriel's trying Indian. to diffuse. Anna Anna made the point she felt this wasn't in denial. He was just trying to diffuse the situation. So trying to make it seem less tense than it was. But I think it's so personal for him that even if he's trying to lessen it, it's still there. Mhm. And shells saying no one except perhaps Richard should have offered any comment about the tension. It's not a sideshow. True. True. But, uh, but this is that, that's Rachel being Rachel, though I think yeah. too, right? I mean, this and is like the I'm, she's always the little sister that is knows, kind of poking. Lot, yeah, and then, you know what? The other thing mm-hmm. is
0: too is I really believe that that you know, there's a, there's a lot of tension right there in the house. I mean. I know, I know when, when my, with my sister, when if they, she and her brother, her husband are having a little argument, I, you know, you just, you can feel it around you. You're tuned to it.
1: Yeah, so. it is. And, um, I think this is, you know, the fact that her, she was saying, Aaron, find out what What's going on from Gabriel, and then I'll get the scoop from Julia. I and I, I think it, it actually is an effort to help as well, not just being nosy. Right. Um, as Shell says, poking the bear is dangerous. It is. And Anna's saying this argument will be perpetual throughout their marriage. They need to get it under control fast. And you know what? Totally agree. I
0: do too. And it's funny because I went about. Um, I guess maybe about three months after Jim passed away, uh, my one of my coworkers, who was actually my boss at the time, his wife developed glioblastoma, and mm. that was that was a long proceeding thing for him. But he says, "How, how do you deal with this?" And I said, "Well, you know what? So one of the things was is that perpetual argument that we always had together, because there's always I think every marriage has a little argument that goes on."
1: it it, it got resolved Mm. that's a good that's a good observation on that it does put things in different perspective Mm -hmm. you know as Ellie notes I think he's very private and worries about the family's interference Mm -hmm. or judgment and I agree Mm -hmm. I agree with that because he always has been
0: And Anna's saying
1: Rachel will make things worse in trying to help. I agree with that, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, yeah, Rachel will make it worse trying to help. And Ellie's saying, or maybe he finally feels Julia's right to be mad at him, but doesn't want to admit it yet. That's an interesting observation too, Ellie. Betty's saying, Aaron. I need more than one pack of Coronas in order to survive this weekend. Well, he was
0: going to get the suitcase. <laughs> you know, the suitcase, like 96 right. beers. Aaron's and the like, or I'm getting.
1: Yeah, Aaron knows now not to just go buy one six pack. He's mm-hmm. going for the whole couple cases.
0: Yeah.
1: Ellie's saying he was out of sorts, not appearing as the happy newlywed. And not having her at his side to face the family opened old wounds.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: true. Oh, That's a great observation. Yeah. And, and Anna sure, said, I'm the sure. academics that don't like either Gabriel or Julian will catch wind of this and set them both up to implode. Yeah, I think if they don't have this under control, they will. But I also feel, I ha- I feel certain that they're going to work through this. Mm-hmm. Um, Shell's saying there's a different dynamic between Gabriel and Julia and Julian, Catherine and Marinelli. So his words are more personal than the others would be. Yeah. And I think that all comes with them having to figure out how to navigate these types of situations, they really need to come to an agreement that they're going to, in academia, they have to respect each other's, um, opinions, independence Mm -hmm. on how they're proceeding Mm -hmm. and they can agree to disagree. And, and I think they can push each other argument in a, in an argument, um, and I over think, ideas, and but I then they that. need to say their points and present their case and then be okay whether they accept them or reject them. And I think that's going to be the the hard thing.
0: I, I think with other academics, that's a, that's a pretty normal thing to agree to disagree on certain things mm-hmm. at different times and arguing the points that they are going to After all, you have what? to argue it. When you present your dissertation, you have to argue it.
1: Right, I mean, one thing on another on the not on the academic side, just on the interpersonal side, I'm almost surprised Julia didn't go down when the family was coming to greet them. I almost feel like that's that's just not being considerate to her family. You know, she mm-hmm. should put aside her anger towards uh, Gabriel. And just you know. come down and greet the family. Yeah, when they so arrive, come in like so that out. was one of the things. You know, you, I guess she wanted to put Julio in the or Julio Gabriel in a box more. You know, yeah, um, and I mean that. But I feel like surprising. that's also her. But I think that's also her being a little, I guess, in Anna's word, juvenile. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're her family, too, and she loves them. So why isn't she greeting them when sh- they arrive?
0: True. But if you remember when she was first talking about this uh, in the last chapter that she was like, well, it's your your family's coming because she was feeling Right. It. So she still may be a feeling that this is your family not True. It is her family, but she still may be in that mode. But I am surprised, just out of courtesy, that she just wouldn't have come down and greeted everybody, and then when Gabriel's like, well, well, I'll meet you all out on the porch when she gets settled, and then she could go mm-hmm. back upstairs and do what she wanted to do.
1: Yeah. But. I mean, I, I thought, or even, you know, if she saw them, she could run out and greet them at the car, just give them hugs and say, I'm still working on things, but I'll catch up with you later. I mean, mm-hmm. she could have done something separate. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Anna raised a different point, and I thought this could be interesting. Did Marinelli agree because this goes against Gabriel? She is in competition with Gabriel, mm-hmm. after all. Mm-hmm. And she said, possibly. Shell said, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, is saying Julian is still a child in her behavior. Betty's saying, perhaps Gabriel feels like if Julia presents her paper as is, his sacrifice would have been for nothing. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Shell saying, that wasn't a good thing to do by not greeting them. And Betty said he told her to focus on the paper, and he would focus on welcoming the family.
0: True, but yeah, it's still, you know, going down and hi, how are you? Welcome. Uh, I'll see you all a little bit later. I'm just finishing up my paper or something like that. Working on it. I don't I mean, know. There, there could have been a way of doing
1: it. And Ellie, Ellie has a great point. Julie is a natu- naturally a runner, though, and she was running too hot at the moment, mm-hmm. so. She also may have needed to, have, to just have cooled off, period, um, not even being able to greet the family because she was still too upset mm-hmm. as, um, you know, and Flora's saying, Gabriel knows he went too far. And I think Julia needed to continue to cool off. But yes, she should have come down to greet them. Betty said, I was wondering the same thing as Leslie and Pam. And she said, that is a good question, Anna. It wouldn't have taken too much time to do a short welcoming. Yeah. But, you know. But then we wouldn't be able to get
0: further into the chapter and what was going to be happening in the chapter. And I think we just lost Leslie. I bet you we did. The call ended. (laughs) So, in any event, we will see you next week where you're going to have um, uh, Mango or or Susan Seward's on. They are uh, the... A group of the Argyle writers got together and they did an anthology, which is um, going to, uh, you know, it it it's to benefit the vet sports, and it's a bunch of different short stories. So, I will say goodbye for for Leslie because when she did fall off. She was she was having some problems with her her phone. think she had 21% when we started the call. We may have gone too far. So we will just talk with her later. Everybody have a great week. Anna, prayers that are out there for for your client. Hopefully you'll find a place. So um, we will catch you later. And I'm leaving you today with Fool for the City from Foghat. That's an oldie but a goodie. Have a great time. Great week.